I wanted it to be preserved in my words. And because it was bigger than me and not just a project, right? I'm not just right. writing a book. No. The words fell out onto the pages. I, my editor's like, how did you do that in 28 days? I, was like, I don't know. Well, I have a creative process, all that kind of thing. But I, I had a creative process enough to be able to put myself in it that the words fell out. Why? Because they were already there. You were already there. Yeah. Your voice is already there. It's whether you're choosing to listen and honor it and then use it. Welcome to the Online Creator Podcast. I'm your host, Kim Tradewell, founder of May & James Co., a creative digital company. Building a brand is about human connection. I am here to help you articulate your story through strategy, development, and execution. I believe that anything is possible at any age and at any stage of business. The only limits we have are the ones that we place on ourselves. I want you to feel like you are supported, not alone, and that you are able to take action quickly. On this podcast, expect to hear interviews from a wide range of guest speakers, bite-sized solo episodes from myself, bingeable episodes that will give you insights, different perspectives, and actionable strategies to help you reach your goals personally and professionally. Now let's get into the show. Michelle Charles Gustafson is a strategic marketing consultant turned award-winning certified image consultant, certified master life coach, and best-selling author and international success mentor. She is the creator of Hue and Style. Inside this membership community, she teaches purpose-driven entrepreneurs, professionals, and community leaders how to transform self-confidence and self-presentation into a magnetic superpower. Through her books, transformational programs, online communities, and learning resources, Michelle's highest aim is to help individuals unlock their greatest potential and uncover new courage to make their mark. Today's conversation was so great. I enjoyed the real, raw, and honest conversation that we had. Very unscripted and fantastic. I would love to have her on the show again. So without further ado, welcome, Michelle. Okay. Michelle, I'm so excited you're here. You, there's so many things behind your name that the experience that you bring to the table, I, I'm just honored and excited to talk about um, how leveraging your voice has really impacted your life uh, professionally and personally. And we'll just start from there. Like, yes, I'm excited. Said? I'm excited to be here. So thank you for thank inviting you. me. And we're just gonna we're gonna have a chit chat, a good old chit chat, Kim. Mm -hmm. Yes, we mm -hmm. are. So how do you, how you, you have a podcast, you've had one, you have, how, how did that start? And was that kind of the introduction to you starting to like open up doors for speaking opportunities or was it a side to all the other things that you've done? Like, how did it start? How did that journey start? Uh, I have always been talking and I think the people who know me or who have come into my circles will recognize that I've always been talking. I'm a talker forever and for always. And actually, um, it's actually one of the things that I wanted to impress upon your listeners as they're talking about owning their voices. The very first place you start to do that is to understand 
what your superpowers are. What are the gifts? What are the talents? And one of my gifts is to be a creative person. So that's lovely. And, you know, you're always looking for another something. But my, one of my talents, and guys, talents are things you've developed over time from your gifts. Uh, one of my talents is speaking. It, welcome back to um, high school. Uh, national debate champ over here. I've always literally been talking. And okay. even when I was in junior high and high school, the teachers could not keep me quiet. Why are you talking, Michelle? I've always been talking. So when I decided, um, it's always been a part of what I do, no matter if I had a, had my online business or even before my online business, in my professional life training, I've been a coach, I've been a trainer. I'm always, I'm always talking. Do you get it? Um, and so the podcast actually was just one more extension of that. I had done a live broadcasting on Periscope app, which is now dead. So don't go looking for it. It turned into Twitter live, which then kind of died, whatever. Um, I started, I started my online talking around on, on Periscope. And that was in about 20, I'm going to say the end of 2014, 13, 14. And I would talk on the internet live for 20 minutes, um, four mornings a week, four mornings wow. a week. Yeah. And I did it because wow. I like talking to the people. Yeah. I liked talking and I liked talking about the things that I knew I was different about. Because what I do is different than most other people. So I liked talking to people. And so it's carried on in that I have my Facebook lives that I do. And I'll, I talk on a stage. I can talk in a workshop. I talk on a keynote. I talk. I just did a live broadcast this morning. I'm always talking, Kim. Yeah. And the thing about owning your voice is you will be able to talk when the thing is that important. That's the first part about owning your voice. You got to understand what your value is. You got to understand what's important about your contribution. And then all of a sudden, you'll find a voice. And it'll be easy to put yourself into circles that let you share it. So yes. I'm a talker. That's awesome. And, you know, I, I think it's interesting that you've always been a talker. I think I've been a talker in like like quietly talking. Like, so I talk when I'm comfortable and I feel safe in the circles that I'm in. How do you encourage others like with this personality to, to push ourselves outside of like understanding the value and owning our voice? Like how, how do we like gently nudge ourselves to get uncomfortable to, to experience speaking in front of other groups that we not wouldn't normally do. And, you know, and it's just such a different world. Yeah, it is a different world, but the solution is not different because it doesn't matter if you're an introvert or extrovert. Because I hear that a lot. It's like, but yeah. Michelle, you're an extrovert, so it's fine. <laughs> actually, actually, I am an introvert. Mm -hmm. you, sure. You're like, no way, that's not possible. Sure you are. No, actually, I am. Okay. Um, I am an introvert in that where I recharge is not out there. Right. It's people yes. get your I life. Just because somebody's a good talker doesn't mean that's where they recharge. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. So if you follow me in my life, you know, I like a good journal, you know, like a hot coffee. Yeah. I, yeah. Quiet. Yes. So it is a misnomer to know, to think that because you're not an extrovert, that you don't have a voice that can't be shared in a particular way. That's not true. Every personality type has the ability to share the voice, but it, the, the, what, what gets you the motivation and the courage to do that, the confidence to do that, 
is to know what you're talking about. Right. And that the what is more important than you. Usually when you find the voice and the courage to do it, you are in a place of wanting to serve. That's, that is the best place to find your courage. When it's not about you and you know what you have to give, you will find a voice. Period. End of story. Introvert, extrovert. Inside your house, outside your house, on the internet, in the community. doesn't matter. Right. Well, please, introverts out here, because I have a lot of okay. introverts in my mentorship and things, please do not tell yourself that story. That story is a lie. You have a voice and it's possible to share it. So, but if, if you're wondering about like, mm, but I'm not, I don't know, what I'm afraid. If you're yeah. afraid, it's because the thing that you want to share doesn't have an anchoring meaning deep enough for you to share. Right. So really, really pulling back and looking at foundational why again. And I think that just keeps coming up in life over and over and over. It doesn't matter what you're trying to do. If there's no purpose that is driving you, then then you're not going to get very far. No, no. Because the thing is, is that the purpose, eh, you know, the, the why, the purpose, I call it your meaningful outcome because it's mm -hmm. a little bit different than just saying your why. Because mm -hmm. your why could be, I want, I want to, why do you want to do that? I want to move up the ladder. I want to, do, it, it's too loose for me. And the people who know me best, I don't like a loose answer. I like an answer that has a framework so that you can always test against it. Yeah. And a meaningful outcome has four parts. So it has to create happiness within you. It has to produce a lasting transformation. It has to foster confidence and has to help others find joy. This is in my book, so in case you didn't write yeah. that down. It has to do those four things. When you put the thing that you want to talk about, your voice that you want to have around those four, there will be a fire in your belly. Mm -hmm. It'll be bigger than you. Not just, I f why? It, it's like it is doing something. And that's what I mean about understanding your value around your contribution. Yes. It's also the thing that busts fear, but it's also the thing that keeps motivation because in the end, no matter what you want to do, no matter what voice you want to use, no matter what podcast you want to start or whatever, there's going to yeah. be a roadblock. Number one, yeah. there's just going to be, yeah. there's going to be hard stuff. The tech yeah. isn't going to work. You right. recorded the hour. It didn't record. Like there's going to be oh everything. Mm -hmm. So it's going to be down to those four that make you pick up yourself again, That's figure right. it out. Yeah, I, I love. Okay, so speaking of your book, the two-year anniversary just came up, which is amazing. What was the process like writing that book? And I'm sure you've been asked that before, but I think it's super fascinating because I think there's so many people out there that are like, you know what, a book's on my list, <laughs> but really is it? Because I imagine that was a process all in itself. It was. Um, look, I wrote the book in what did I say? 28 days in the middle of the pandemic. Wow. And the re I told my editor, the reason why I was writing this book is because this is the when I'm dust project. And mm -hmm. I said it to her just like that. Okay. This is when I am not here anymore. Right. When I have stopped talking. Right. Wow. Guys. <laughs> the thing has to be bigger than you. Writing this book was bigger than me. It didn't belong to me anymore. It belonged to the dust. 
because when I'm not here anymore to actually talk, what's left? Well, if you read the book, no. <laughs> legacy lives in those you change. So that's number one. I say that all the time. That's an MCGism, mm -hmm. which means who are you changing? And to me, I do. I change my people in my mentorship. They change lightning fast, all the things, do all the stuff. But, and they change their people. So it's a ripple. Right. But what's left of me? When mm -hmm. the YouTube channel comes down, when the Facebook live stop rolling, when the that's podcast awesome. finishes because I feel like it, whatever. Yeah. What's left? So the book was that. It was when I'm left and when there's nothing left. And the inspiration came actually when I looked at a couple of books that my dad had given me. And one of them was As a Man Thinketh. And it's this little tiny pocketbook that sits beside my journal area. And I, you know, I go in there, you kind of look at it, whatever. And, and I'm like, I don't know who this author, like, I don't, I don't know this person. Never heard their voice on the internet. They don't have a podcast, but the book endures. Right. It endures. And I wanted my voice, my message, what I see as my corner of life of how I change confidence, how I think it develops. I wanted it to be preserved in my words. And because it was bigger than me and not just a project, right? I'm not just right. writing a book. No. The words fell out onto the pages. I, my editor's like, how did you do that in 28 days? I, was like, I don't know. Well, I have a creative process, all that kind of thing. But I, I had a creative process enough to be able to put myself in it that the words fell out. Why? Because they were already there. They were because already there. Yeah. Your voice is already there. Yeah. It's whether you're choosing to listen and honor it and then use it. So what? how do you chalk up timing in life? Because do you think that was a timing thing? Like you already had the words, but was it like because of COVID and things kind of was... You know, life just came slowing down whether we wanted it to or not. Do you think just like those moments in life happen and and we have the ability to take action on them? Or do you think anything's possible anytime? Ah, uh, that is a very internal question. Yeah. I believe it was God timing. Mm -hmm. So take that for what it's worth. Mm -hmm. uh, I believe the message was... I believe everything I've done is placed in me. And part of what I talk about in the book is um, what I learned from my parents. And that was very, very, very much instilled. Things have been placed in you, your gifts, your talents. And so I knew it was in me and it had been itchy on me for a while. Mm -hmm. Okay. If I go back in all of my journals of journals, it was there. Listen. I didn't know what I was writing. Like, mm -hmm. I didn't know what. It's like, it's very much artistic, okay? Like, whether you're right. painting a picture, whether you're writing a book, they're all art. So the inspiration was in me. The the itch was in me. But I didn't know how it was going to come out on the canvas or the page. I didn't know. I, and it, it was bothering me how I didn't know that because I'm a recovering mm -hmm. type A and you just like to know all the answers. And, it, and, I, and I, I didn't have the answer. But it was a mixture of knowing and honoring that it was there. Mm -hmm. Um understanding what my my life is supposed to say not just my work but my life is supposed to say the ridiculous weird of covid in yeah. that we're home and i have a very specific creative process and i had a time to exercise it and so 
I exercised it. Mm-hmm. And it was actually my coping mechanism. And in, in what we know about crazy times in life and when you fall off confidence and there's chaos in life and confusion, a lot of that has to do with not knowing where to put your energy. Mm-hmm. And one of the things I do teach my people is we talk a lot about where we place our creative, our creative energy. And so when you are so clear about a meaningful outcome or what we call a so what factor, so what, why am I here? Um, you, you will see the creative way that allows you to honor it and you will thrive no matter what. My people thrived in COVID. I thrived in COVID. I did too. I did too. I learned so much over yeah, that time. It was and an opportunity. That, it was absolutely an opportunity. So I love how you said where you place your energy. I almost wonder too, if there's something to be said about protecting it a little bit too, because I feel like life is so busy, like you said, and, and we get pulled in so many different directions. And sometimes it's just really hard to carve out that, that space to be and allow ourselves to be creative. And I don't know why it's like, I had this conversation with someone earlier too. I have a background in kinesiology. So phys ed, physical activity, human physiology. I totally understand why movement and why protecting movement is good for your overall health. But yet it's like a side of everybody's day when it should be a part. Is that how you view like creativity and and that energy like that it should be part of of our makeup and yeah. and we should allow ourselves that? Oh, uh, 1000%. It, it um I don't I don't see creativity as separate from purpose and confidence. Mm -hmm. They're not separate. Right. Um, You use creativity to exercise your purpose. So when you are, um, so if you don't, if you don't have a clear idea of who you are, what you do in this life that uses who you are, the mm-hmm. outcome you give people, how you give it to them. And in the end, if you left the planet tomorrow, what you would have left here. If you don't have a clear picture of that, you don't use your creativity at its optimal. So true. So when people are walking around going, well, Michelle, I don't, I, I wish I had time to be creative or I wish I had time to exercise. It's not, it's not the thing. Everybody wants to focus on the doing. It is not the doing. You're not being enough. Mm-hmm. or you haven't put enough investment into the who are you being. Because mm-hmm. all of those things that I talked about, the who, the outcome you give, the talents that you use, the, the in the end, when I'm dust, that doesn't come by just writing one why statement or making a vision board. Right. That's not that. That is personal mm-hmm. investment in the clarity. It's like you put on new glasses. Mm-hmm. And then you start running your life by the glasses you're looking through. Most people have really foggy glasses, Kim. Oh, my gosh. I had foggy glasses for so long. For so long. Yeah. 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 And I, you know, like, it's it's sad. And I, you know, when I look at how much I've learned and how much I've grown in the past, like, even just three years, I'm like, ah, and I don't want to say I wish I would have started earlier, but I kind of do. Yeah, you do. You do. Uh, and I want to like, yeah. I want to instill it in my kids too. Like yeah. I'm, I'm trying to show them what doors are possible when you allow yourself yeah. the clear lens. <laughs> yeah. It's, um, it's that hindsight is 2020 20 thing and mm-hmm. you have to be ready to see it. 
That's why yeah. not every not everybody grows the same way. Although I do have clients that are like they're like fifty. Like, where were you when I was twenty? What is happening? Right, right, right. Um, but I do recognize that you do have to live a life so that you know when life is broken. Mm. And not that life is broken, but that you are not looking through the lenses that serve you the best. Okay. It's not broken. Life is just doing its thing. It's yeah, testing it you. Happens. It's Yeah. And life is always testing you. Let's be clear on that, too. Very you are being so. tested on the things of how you feel about yourself, your courage, how you put yourself out there, your discipline. You. The life is just <laughs> one big final exam. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. so it's how you're approaching it. And you have to live some of the life in order to know if that approach worked or didn't work or why is that that didn't happen properly. I didn't like it when that happened. Right. So you do have to live into your life a little bit to go, oh, wow. Okay, look, we're going to need some new tool, some new some new beliefs first, because that's always where it starts, but some new tools, a new process, a new strategy, because this thing ain't working. And I actually count myself lucky. I'm not sure if it's luck. I know that's the wrong word. Um, I count myself grateful, if at all possible, that my dad passed away when I was really young. Mm -hmm. I was only tw 23. Mm -hmm. And while most people are like, oh my gosh, how did you even? Like none of my friends had a, that experience at that time. No, nobody knew how to support me. Nobody, nobody knows how to do grief at 23, right? No. But what I learned was how to do grief at 23. Mm. How to, because grief is something, they say with love with no place to go. So I had to figure out how to put myself back in my life mm. and make it mean something. Yes. That doesn't happen for some people until they're like 50. So yes. at, at 23, I gained a whole lot of knowledge after work, but a whole lot of understanding about what it means to live meaningfully, not just saying it on Instagram, but actually doing it. Doing and that, and that, and that, um, that wisdom I've just placed in different areas against the gift and talent that I have. And that becomes my voice. Yeah. And so to me, I could leave the planet tomorrow. I'm good. How many people can say that? I was just going to say, not too many people can say that at all. So, okay, so let's say someone's listening to this and they, you know what? I feel like there's a part of us that it's just a generational thing too, right? Like we see our parents raising us and, and living life a certain way. And and now that we've grown and we've seen that there's other opportunities and other ways to to live life, what how do you like get out of that? Well, this is this is what all I know. This is all I know. Like, how do you, you know, okay, that life happens and sometimes it it, it pushes us to learn and grow earlier. But if it doesn't, how do you get out of those cycles huh. of this is I all see. we know? I see the question you're asking. Um I think you have to be humble mm. to believe and to know that you don't know it. I think one of the things I see, and I'm, maybe I'm like a weird, like non-generational whatever thing. I don't know. I think, and it's my, mostly because I've worked with people who are older than me almost all of my life. 
I was 25 and the president of the Chamber of Commerce. Okay. I was working with people who were 30 years right. old. Okay. So I've always worked with people older. But I think what I've noticed about generations coming through into mid-adulthood is, okay, I'm just going to say it, is a lack of humility to know that someone knows more than you. Mm -hmm. There's someone who has done this before. And if you are open, humble, and accepting that you don't know, you will learn more from those who went before you. You can't figure out everything on your own. And I also think that while community is amazing, like being in circles where people are going through the same thing, that's amazing if the people have found a solution through that. It's really difficult to move when you're around people who are still moving. You mm -hmm. want someone who has gone and done it. So if you don't know how to like, I'm like, I don't know how to reinvent my confidence. Don't go into a group of people reinventing their confidence with no way forward. Right. You will stay stuck. Mm -hmm. But that is like to go, you know what? I don't know. I don't know this. I'm, I'm either I'm not, I don't know this. I'm not an expert. I don't have tools for this. I don't have a framework for this. I, I've gone around in circles a million times. I'm sick of it. And that's usually, mm -hmm. that's usually when you seek help is when you're absolutely at the end of your rope, sick of it. Well, don't wait till you get there. Right. Because there are there are places and resources where you can go. Look, I've had mentors my entire life. I never pretended like I knew there was someone who knew more than me. And if it was an area that I saw I had blinders, I'm coming to you. I'm not going to the people who are struggling with the same thing as me. I'm going to this person who's done it and it's over and they and they went through it and they conquered it and it's fine. And I want to know because I'm taking notes. Mm -hmm. Because when you do that, you do it faster. You do. So it's sort of like, you know, I mean, some people don't want to do things fast, but I don't believe in wasting time. We are okay. not promised. That's right. So if you want to change something and you see that it's urgent, that's the biggest thing for me is urgency. <laughs> There's a difference between something that is important and something that it's urgent. Something that is important has great significance. Cool. It's important. Something that is urgent needs swift action. Mm -hmm. And if we've learned nothing after COVID, we ain't got no time to waste, as my dad used to say. There is no time to waste. And I'm not saying that you are out here hustling your bum off and like it's you, you don't you throw everything to the wayside. I'm not talking about how fast you're going. I'm talking about how purposefully you are. Mm -hmm. And if you don't know that, stop wasting time in the circles. Absolutely. Get it nailed down and get it going. Ain't no time to waste here. Okay. I, I love all of that. And I think, I think people need to be open to the thought of mentorship. I don't know if everybody is. I don't and know that everybody yeah. is. I think, I think, I think it's think, amazing. Yeah. And I think it's, gen I, I think it's generational, actually. Mm -hmm. I also think it is um, stage of life -ical. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. Um And where I notice it yeah. most are definitely, there's an age group that was highly open, like, very highly open to it. Lots of my mentors, um, mentees are, yeah, like, why, why wouldn't I just take the fast path? But what I'm noticing now is stage of life. And I'm noticing that it's the, the women. Okay. It's actually the same stage I was at when I started Hue and Style. It's where your kids are, are there, they're going to school, they're doing mm -hmm. the things. Okay. And then you maybe, 
put your focus on them while they were getting themselves their feet on the ground. Mm-hmm. Okay. And now the feet on the ground and maybe they did some years and then now they're running in their school and you're like, good. And then you like, did all the things and you went to all the yeah. cool stuff. And now they're like living their lives. They're like kid lives. You know yeah. what I'm saying? They're kid they lives. They don't need you as much. Right. And then you're like looking around going, wait, hold on. And then what happens is that they don't need you. Uh, and then maybe there's been a transition in your life in some way. It doesn't matter what that transition was. Could have been COVID, could have been job, could have been relationship, marital status, anything. So something changed in you. And now there's a whole lot of unresolved transition, as I call it. And so mm-hmm. then you look at yourself around and in the mirror and you go, who is that? <laughs> I don't even know who that is. I don't recognize her. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't recognize her body. I don't recognize what she likes or what is happening here. And it's now, so I would say the, you know, higher 30s, just mm-hmm. before 40, you guys are hitting the wall. <laughs> yeah. You're hitting it. Yeah. And you're like, yeah. I don't know. And also, you also see a path ahead of you, like the road is open. You're like, I don't even know what my, where am I driving? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Let me try yeah. something. But then you don't know what to try because I don't really know. It's just, it's like blank. Yeah. This is, this is called transition, yo. This is, honestly, but it's true though. Like we spend so much time and we pour ourselves, like my mom always said that. She's like, you pour, you pour everything into your family, into, you know, like if you're working and then your, your, your home life and your family life and a little bit of time left for you and your husband. And you're like, like, where, where do you find the time for you? And I just found it in my early forties and it's taken me a while I'm super excited about what's next, but I'm a forever learner and I'm just like blown away by what is possible, the doors that are opening. But, but I also get frustrated that it's taken me so, it's taken me a little bit longer than some of the other people I've seen or noticed. And I'm, I have to be okay with that. I'm not speedy. I am getting mentors now. I am learning that there is quicker, easier paths if you invest in yourself with the right people. Um, but I think it's interesting because I think we spend the majority of our life pouring into everyone else. And then we're just like at this stage of life where we're like, oh, my gosh, like there's still so much more for me. Yeah. And you said something that was really catching because I think it's something that people struggle with at this stage. And you said, and then I'm not as far along as some other people. Mm-hmm. Well, here it is, yo. That's <laughs> look. Mm-hmm. No. Um, As soon as you drop the comparison bomb, you have to know that you are in a place that needs redefinition. Mm -hmm. If you cannot simply understand, like I'm, you see me look, well, your your listeners can't see me, but you can see me. Uh, I keep looking to my left because to my left is why I exist, my mm-hmm. so what factor. And I look at it every single time and I go, that's why I am the way I am. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter what anybody else does. It doesn't matter what anyone else is doing. So it's like when you have the wow. right lenses on, there absolutely is no comparison. I, I am competitionless. I say that's my people too. You guys are comp- you're, comp- you're competitionless, right. and you only get that way 
when you know that there's nobody else who can do what you do in the way you do it because of who you are. And in which case, there's no timing. There is no timing. You just do it on your own. You, you, you you're, do it on your you're, own. You're you. You're you. Uh, yeah. Yes. You're it's, you. It's uh, funny though, but sometimes you just need to he keep hearing that. And it's crazy because it's so easy to do the comparison game with the with everything in front of us and all the visuals to to eat yeah. that. Like it's just it's constantly in our in our on our road in front of us. And yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, in the olden it's days, I'll I'll say the olden days of confidence building that was, so I've been doing this work 25 years. And before there was an internet, well, there was an internet, yeah. but nobody did it. Nobody, there's no social media. There was no comparison. You just did your path and that was it. Yes. Like you might look over there and there was like the one girl who made, yeah. I don't know. Right. Tried yeah. to maybe do something like you, but it wasn't, maybe it wasn't yeah. as good as I, right. like it didn't her. Didn't it didn't matter. And which means yep. that we have to be ever more vigilant and steadfast in our own definition of ourself. And mm -hmm. that's the problem because people get anxiety. People have anxiety. I hear that a lot. Mm -hmm. I have anxiety. You have anxiety because you don't know oh. yourself. <laughs> you don't know enough about yeah. yourself. The and, and I, you know, I mean, okay, look, I get, I'm passionate. I can't help myself. Yes, I love it. Um, you don't know enough about yourself. And yes, it's a journey. But when you get to that sweet spot, mm -hmm. when you know so clear who it is you are and all the things that go around it, because people think, oh, confidence. And then it's like one thing. Confidence is actually a collection of 14 different facets of yourself. Right. 14. Mm -hmm. When you know crystal clear the 14 you don't it doesn't matter right. you are living on purpose for you those you serve with the outcome you deliver and when i'm dust i lived every day every day when i'm dust i'm fine i'm good take me off the planet that's how i feel about it he could take me off the planet tomorrow i'm good i want to be able to say that and i think everybody else does too that cares about what path they're on and where they're going mm. and, and their destination. I, I love this conversation so, so much. Um, how, how do people, how do people work with you? How do people get to know who Michelle is and, and, and all that good stuff? Well, it's funny because I, I live and breathe on the internet. My name is too long for people to Google. Well, actually you could Google it, but you'll probably spell it wrong because you'll probably spell it with two L's, which it's not. It's one L in anything. <laughs> but it, so, I always go by how I actually teach this because most people will think, oh, cool. I'm going to, I'm going to find her. She's a coach. She's going to, she's going to tell me all this fun stuff in three sessions and I'm going to know it all. Right. Well, well, here's the thing, folks. Uh, my vehicle to teach you this is actually quite unconventional because my vehicle to teach you this is to be able to see yourself in the mirror every single day as the person we write down on that piece of paper and mm -hmm. what you're listeners probably will not realize because this is not most women and people actually don't know that there is a science and psychology of confidence and of dressing for confidence mm -hmm. you can actually change your motivation your performance your esteem by mm -hmm. who you're looking at mm -hmm. and you need to know that every Every garment 
color, accessory is contributing to your mindset today. Mm-hmm. Whether you want to believe it or not, I'm the expert. I'm telling you it is mm-hmm. based on science, based on what I do. Yes. And that you can change that every day. So I live on the internet at hueandstyle.com because that's where I teach how to change how you see yourself mm-hmm. and change how you see yourself. Because when you change how you see yourself, it changes how you show up. Mm-hmm. And then you show up in your life like the person you want to be all the time. And the best part is, is that because you're always evolving, it teaches you to evolve with how you evolve. I don't so. expect Kim to be the same lady today <laughs> as she is six months from yeah. now if she's growing. Mm-hmm. That means you need something to evolve into. So yes, not only with only are you are you more confident in your life when like with and I work at a mentorship program. Uh, not only are you more confident in your life as a, a confidence coach, but you also dress in the best style of your life. Like who doesn't want that? Cool. The most ex- and the best style. Listen, let me clarify this too because people think, well, oh, cool. I just want to get the right blazer and like, am I supposed to wear blue? Am I? I supposed to okay guys i come from a standpoint where everything is symbolism that's how you get the ability to change your mindset by what you're wearing you attach the symbolism of that purpose statement to what you're wearing so that every day you put it on every day i put on my purpose every literally every day i put on my purpose okay so dressing well is about your self-expression because it expresses your purpose It's about self-acceptance because you're accepting your purpose. It's about um, self-love because you see yourself as someone valuable and who has a contribution. And then you take all that and you teach other people how to treat you. Yeah. Well, no, you don't get to walk over me. I can tell. I can tell you can tell that nobody walks over me. Oh, yeah. And I, oh my God, I I, um, can, yeah. Can we sign up our my teenage daughter because i feel mm-hmm. like you know it, 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 i've only got we only have a window with them right and and the window is fastly closing from when yes. she's going to be out on her own yes and and it scares me right because as you know like i want her to have all of that good stuff and skills when she's starting out in life i don't want her to wait till she's 40 to figure it out i have a i have a wisdom for you okay when it comes to parenting i only live by one parenting mantra more is caught than taught. Mm, yes. yes. You must model, yes. model, model, model every day what yeah. you want her to have. If, if your v- listeners are listening and they kind of like my voice and they, they haven't clicked off by now, um, they can go over to my podcast, Confidence Shift, and there is um, a story with a lady named Delena who will tell you exactly what it looks like oh, when you totally. become the model for your children. So you want them to be confident in their body? Mm-hmm. Guess what? You want them to be put themselves together so they can go to the job interview and showcase their skills? Yes. Guess what? You want them to, to have um, a voice to be mm-hmm. able to use it at their high school rally? Mm-hmm. Guess what? Mm-hmm. You have to own the skill and the evolution for them to see it in themselves. They're going to copy you. And if that scares you now, that should be motivation enough to change. They're going to copy you because more is caught than taught. So let that sink in, yo. I love that. I think 
there's so much good stuff out of this whole conversation. One of the things that um, my husband and I keep talking about is, is um, you know, setting, setting our family up for success in the future. So we keep talking about how generational things will change. And yeah. for me, for this conversation, it's generational self-love. Period. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. uh-huh. <laughs> right? Because and, I don't think we and, allow ourselves to have that. No. Like, and you know just, what? When we're talking about generational anything, when we're talking about generational wealth, we're talking about mm-hmm. generational self-love, generational confidence. Mm-hmm. When you think of things that are generational, what do you think of, folks? You think of things passed down. Mm-hmm. That's how you get generational. Yeah. That the thing was acquired mm-hmm. and then passed down. Mm-hmm. Which means you have to acquire it first. Yes. I'm yep. going to let that hang out there. Oh my gosh. Okay. I didn't even get to most of the questions, but I have to be aware of our time. And I just want to end with a couple of quick questions. Yes. One of them is what lies in the future, like in this next, you know, uh, fallish heading into winter season for Michelle. I continue. Mm-hmm. I continue to use my voice and I use my bestest voice for my people. I, I know I've been placed here to breathe belief into the people who trust me the most. Mm-hmm. And so I do that. I enrolled to my mentorship program. So I'll, I have an enrollment open now and then I always, I only enroll a couple of times a year. So I'm, I'm enrolling. Mm-hmm. But beyond that, I'm still talking to audiences who've never heard my voice. And this is the thing about owning your voice, you guys, is that if the pull, the meaningful outcome is strong enough, you will always find ways to thoughtfully transform how you need to work to adventurously grow where you need where you can be of use Mm -hmm. and I will share with you that I mean I've been asked to talk at more workshops more stages in the last little while and that is hasn't been because I've been going on knocking on doors it's because people are hearing the voice and going that is something that is a contribution that is needed I'm not unique in that. You have a contribution that is needed. Mm -hmm. And there will be people who need you. But you need to prepare for that. I shared a quote this morning when I was uh, on the live broadcast. And I said, "You and it's in the book, you are being prepared for a success you can't yet see. Prepare. I love, love that. Oh my gosh, that's so good. But it's so good. It's how I roll. It's how I roll. Oh and so okay. for me, for me, I will be preparing people. That's what I, that's why I say. I prepare my clients for success. They're preparing for whatever is next. Mm-hmm. Whatever they want to create, generationally or otherwise. Sometimes they just want to be able to say, you know what? I love the body I'm looking at. Mm-hmm. It's weird. It's changed. It's new. But I kind of like her. Yeah. kind of like her. Oh my gosh, so so good. Okay, I'm gonna end this with a couple of just fun, quick, rapid fire questions. So, no. oh my gosh, I don't even know which one to ask you. There's too many good ones. Uh, how do you, how do you how do you shake off 
a stressful day? Easy. Salsa. Okay. Salsa dance. Get it on. Let's go. You. There's so much knowledge you have now. Mm -hmm. What would you tweet your younger self with what you know now? Confidence is self-love in action. That's so good. I don't know why this conversation ended. Honestly, I can't even ask any more questions because I'm just like, welcome to my break drop. Break drop. Anything else that you want to add before we wrap this up? Seriously, I can't even. I just want people to know that um, life is short, okay? And while there is sort of this trendy fad of finding what it is you're to do in life and to spread inspiration about finding that. Quiet confidence is more powerful than you know. The work that will be done to actually make inspo quotes happen will not happen loudly. It will happen with yourself mm-hmm. in the quiet times, in the, in the um, effort time and gumption you put towards yourself it will happen with nobody else yelling and maybe a couple trusted voices in your ear and that's when it'll happen so if you are out here folks wishing and hoping to find new confidence i wish i could i really wanna i gotta snap out of it i'm in a rut stop looking outside yourself for the answer it's not out there it's in you and focus on pulling it out of you. Yes. Thank you. And that's Thank all you. I have Thank to say. I can't wait to actually edit this podcast. So I am so, so honored that you took the time. I appreciate you so much. And I hope people reach out and, and find you because you are needed. Thank you. Thank you. And you can always reach out whenever you need me. Thank you. I'll, just, I'll just leave it hanging out there. Because the, the thing is, is that I, I work with a certain kind of woman and they, I've turned people down, be clear. Uh-huh. And um, I, 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 a lot of who I decide I work with is like this, <laughs> right? And if I have the problem you saw uh, that you need solved and I have a that, then it's easy for me. It's an easy Very easy answer. So I'll just leave that there. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> and then you can use stopped. all of your mic drop moment oh my gosh so good okay this conversation it was so good it was one of those conversations that just left me thinking about uh, so many things but one of them is how she phrased quiet confidence and if i could say that is me in a nutshell. That is, that is me. I have confidence. I really truly do have confidence, but I do it in such a quiet way. I didn't think, I didn't think my confidence was loud enough, but hearing her really articulate how powerful having quiet confidence can be really, really sat with me. And I mean, there were so many other, other things that Michelle and I spoke about that she, you know, some of the quotes she said, 
use your creativity to exercise your purpose. Um, you know, you need to live your life so you know when it's time to put on a different set of lenses to be able to act in your purpose. Don't waste time that we aren't promised. You have anxiety because you don't know yourself. You don't know enough about yourself. And you need to know that every garment, color, accessory is contributing to your mindset that is today. So, so much good stuff. If you are ready to share your voice, no matter how quiet your confidence may be or how vibrant it might be, but you just haven't really had an opportunity to know yourself well enough to know that you are ready to contribute and not just contribute, but the whole sense of the value of the importance of who you are and how you can influence change today. Oh my gosh. Podcasting could potentially be the way that you do that. And if it is, let's really connect because I really truly am May and James Co. is and was designed to create opportunities to share stories and to build that confidence within others to be able to do so. So if that is something that is on your agenda and you've just been putting it off, don't wait any longer. Life is too short. Let's, let's start now. Let's stop waiting for the right time. Let's get out of our own way and really start sharing our voice to be able to leave that lasting impact on others and on our life. I'm so glad you joined me today. I, again, check out Michelle's website, find her on Instagram, Hugh and Style. Check out her book, Show Up Confident. Check out her podcast, The Confidence Shift, because I do believe she is airing new episodes soon. And the ones she has are golden. It was a privilege and an honor to have her on the show. And I hope you were able to take some good stuff uh, from it as well. Honestly, it's, it's just left a real impact in my life. And it gave me, um, I guess, an understanding and, and knowing that this is the right path for me. And I can't wait to help others create that path for themselves. Until next time, I'm Kim Tradewell. I'm so happy that you took the time to listen today. Talk soon. Thanks so much for listening into the show. It truly means so much to me. You can check out the important links mentioned in today's episode in the show notes, and please join the conversation over on Instagram at me and James Co. I love hearing from you. There are so many great conversations coming up, so please make sure you are subscribed to Apple or Spotify or any of your favorite media players so that you don't miss out. And if you enjoyed the show today, please share and leave a review and a rating because it helps us so very much. Until next time.